Hello and welcome to another edition of The Dead Shift, a podcast brought to you by Cheapest Shot. Uh, it's a hospitality podcast talking about all things hospitality, which would make sense. Uh, you've got myself, Stephen Poland, my friend Jack Foster. Hello. And the man with two legs, Adam Keeligan. That's me. What have we got on the slate for today, boys? We'll start off with a bit of booze news. Yeah. Uh, I've got a boomerang, as in the drink, the boomerang. Nice. I've got, I've got some true or bollocks for us today. Uh, I've got a very poor quiz. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Distinctly average, we'll call it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, hang, I'm hung up. <laughs> Jack is hung over. Maybe, thank yeah. you. Uh, awesome. Then we've got some other bits and bobs, haven't we? Like yeah. Some other questions that we usually do. A few fun things. Yeah. It's going to be good. It's going to be a good time. Yeah. <clears throat> Should we jump straight into it? Bit of booze news. Absolutely. Yeah, do you want to do the uh, noise? Boozy noozy. That's changed. That's, yeah, that's cool. impressive. Nice. Mix Keeping it, it fresh. Yeah. After you, Jack. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Right. You. I'm, not, I'm not ready yet. Oh, okay. Uh, right. So, uh, a French court has basically brought a cognac up on the way that uh, they've been marketing a certain age of cognac. Uh, so, instead of like finishing it at the XO, they've been marketing the XXO. Okay. Um, and the guys, the Bureau National Interprofessional de Cognac, the BNIC. I believe it's pronounced with an accent, if you could. Ho ho ho! The Bureau National International de Cognac. Yeah, all right. Yeah, good. Yeah, that'll do. BNIC. So they're the cognac regulatory body to raise XO from six years to ten years. So that's what they're actually implying that they need to do now. This year, they're going to move it from being six years to ten years, and then the whole problem they've got right now is that are we allowed to say the brands? If it's okay, an actual yeah, fact, yeah. So the French government or the French court are actually trying to put a stop to Hennessy, who have been marketing this XXO, uh, because it confuses consumers by making it seem like it's a lot older than it actually is. Right, I see. Is it also the fact as well that XXO isn't actually an expression? Well, this is it. Like, It's not an actual thing. Um, XXO isn't actually in... Uh, a cognac as an expression or anything else like that. I know uh, Hennessy's argument was that their family did trademark XXO and that's why they've been yeah. able to do it but it's they say they've been marketing it from the 1930s will it affect Armagnac as well I'm not too sure because they've got I think Armagnac and Cognac their VSOPs differ the mm-hmm. age of VSOP but oh, well, uh, currently it's just Cognac it just says Cognac it doesn't okay. say Armagnac but it's saying that as of uh, April the 1st this year it'll go from uh, 6 years for XO then it'll have to be 10 years right. so that's going to jump across that's interesting yeah Mm. Um, right, I'll go on to one of mine. Okay. There's a bar kitchen place in, I want to say California, it's in the States definitely, that employed a burger flipping machine. It's just one robotic arm that turns burgers over. Uh, and they were like, oh yeah, it's going to cut down on costs. Um, but then everyone went to go and see it, went to go and get a, a burger made by a machine. It couldn't keep up with the demand, and so they had to get a person instead. But oh, they, right. they interviewed the guy, and he was saying, like, oh yeah, it's quite, a, it's quite an easy job. Uh, just one arm can do it but that's a bit harsh to people who cook basically Mm -hmm. I don't think someone's job is just to literally flip burgers over 
Yeah, no, yeah, not anymore. And they, they do a lot more as well. So the robot couldn't keep up. And it got sacked. There was, they sacked the robot. <laughs> well, well that's, they've got the guy's gone to reprogram it to see if it can get make any faster. That's actually, I've, I've heard that's changed. Okay. Um, they've actually reinstalled that because that was going to be one of my booze newses. Oh, they brought it um, back. They brought it back and it's actually worked. Um, I don't know how well. And they're actually going to try and install it into 50 of their other sites. So 50 of the sites are going to lose jobs. Wow. Yeah. So, and, and it is a California-based chain. I'd You'd hope with the money saved from it, they might people get pay rises. Nah, it's not going to happen, is it? No, nah, it's corporate greed. Yeah. But I mean, this is, this whole subject is something that's becoming more apparent, isn't it? Like, you know, there was the, I can't remember which cruise liner it was that installed the first ever cocktail bartender. Yes. Yeah. Did you ever see it? Yeah. It was fucking useless, wasn't yeah. it? It was terrifying. It was um, like arms hanging from the ceiling, wasn't it? Yeah, that's right, yeah. And it just like slid around. And it was all uh, plastic cups that they put the cocktails in. Mm-hmm. And if the, the plastic cups, if they fell, it shut down the, the, the robot for like an hour. Wow. If okay. The, if the plastic cups weren't put back in properly by the robot itself. Right. A, lot, a lot to be said for uh, what we can do. Um, go ahead, Adam. All right. Um, right, okay. Uh, so the in the US, the IWSR, uh, which is a drinks market research company, uh, they've got the predictions of what is going to be like a big growth in the spirits. Um, can I guess before you say it? Of course you can. I want to guess as well. Okay. Mezcal. Nope. Is it a, a main spirit, like a mainland spirit? It is, yeah. Ooh. Vodka? Rum. Rum. I'm saying no. rum. Yeah. It's it's something that we'd be quite happy that would be on the rise. Tequila? Man. Tequila. Yeah, so uh, they're predicted between the years of 2016 and up to 2021. Um, that the tequila will have grown by 118.7%, uh, which then means that the global volumes will be 35 million nine-litre cases a year. Nice. Do you want me to say some more? Um, I'll, I'll do my last yeah, got one, one, just yeah. in case you've got it written down. I don't know any more information apart from this sentence. Coke are bringing out alcohol. Yeah, I saw this. Wow. Yeah, they're making like an alcopop. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. But it's oh, just... I mean, I say oh, no. But, yeah. It's just going to be vodka and coke, isn't it? Pretty much. Well, no, I think they wanted to like go for like WKD kind of thing. Because you already have little cans of coke with stuff inside it. mixed into it. Yeah. Again, I didn't read much. I'm not in a good way. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Go on, you go. I mean, then, okay. <laughs> so a little bit about Irish whiskey as well. Um, it's gone up by 300% in the last decade. So and what? Yep. Uh, and by 2020... Uh, and then also by, sorry, it'll double by 2020, and by 2030, there should be in the region of about 24 million cases a year of Irish whiskey being made and sold around the world. Do you know what it is now? Uh, no. Okay. Didn't do that much research. Good, good. It's okay. Um, but it used to all come from two major distilleries, as we know. Yeah. How many are currently active? Two. Irish whiskey. Irish whiskey distilleries that are currently active right now. Two. 15 close okay 16 18 so okay so even though it used to be monopolized by two there is now 18 currently working and there is 16 more due in the pipeline wow yeah and then my last one is super malt have you guys tried it had it like it i like super malt and i know what this is about i haven't and doubt Okay, uh, go for it. Is it the uh, Super Bowl that are releasing 330ml cans? Correct, yeah. Uh, for the on-trade. So Neil Lunn, the UK trades marketing manager, 
uh, for Supermalt has said that they are going to release it for the on-trade. And to be honest, I'm excited. I mean, I've never I've never tried this thing before. So I'm a big fan of it. Yeah. Well, is it a beer? No, no, is no. It? It's a soft drink. Right, okay. It's a, it's a soft drink that is malty, caramel, with a kick of licorice. It's kind of a bit like root beer. Mm-hmm. I quite like root beer. Yeah. Okay. I'm on board. So Sign me up. I'll oh. take one. Jack is Jack is on board. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's uh, that's all my booze news. But I'm well excited for Super Nol- uh, Super Mall. <laughs> Super Mall. <laughs> <laughs> now for a word from our sponsors. Stephen. Hiya. Do you like toast? Not really. Well, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I love toast. And welcome back to the second part of the dead shift. Uh, Adam, what have we got up next? Uh, I believe we've got truth or bollocks up next. Truth or bollocks! So what is truth or bollocks, Dave? Uh, truth or bollocks is basically a couple of facts that I have researched. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of them are true. Some of them are bollocks. Nice. So, uh, it's, it's kind of like true or false, but I enjoy swearing. Yep. Okay. So uh, should we get the first one out of the way? Yep. Let's. So a hive of bees will often impose punishments on other bees that are caught drunk flying. True. True. That is true. Yes, it is true. Um, don't they get drunk off honey? They get drunk off... Uh, no, because they don't eat honey. They eat pollen. Oh, I guess oh, they yeah. get drunk off like fermented fruit and stuff. Fermented fruit, uh... nectar and shit like that. Like humans, though, they can consume caffeine and nicotine and be completely fine. Cool. Okay, so that one was true. Mm. Next one. Tibetan monks discovered the act of brewing whilst on a vacation to the South Bahamas. Bollocks. Um, I mean, it's, it's, I reckon it's bollocks, but... I've still got more, shift to, more uh, shit to say. You're oh, just right. oh. interjecting at the first set time I stop. <laughs> they saw a basic makeshift coconut tree that had been rigged to ferment the coconuts that fell naturally and studied the primitive technology. When they returned to their homes, they perfected it and started producing 75% brandy. I'm going to say true because there's a lot of information. I'm going to say bollocks. It is, of course, bollocks. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was bollocks, but it's like, well, I know why you could have made that up. In my notes, did. it says, of course it's bollocks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there is a lot of ways I could make that up. It's, it's as I if made you, that as up if this you, morning. As if you don't read the facts that he makes up sometimes. I wasn't listening to it, really. <laughs> you just heard monks and coconuts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that was, of course, bollocks. Yes, sorry. 2-1. Two, um, one. Yeah. Oh shit! We're keeping oh, score. This just got, it's got more interesting. Yeah, why not? Okay, so our third one, the first Bush pre- presidency. So that was Bush Senior. Mm-hmm. Uh, had planned to unleash cocaine-immune caterpillars into Colombia to eat all the coca plants and destroy the cocaine industry. Bollocks. Oh, true. It is true. Yes. Ding ding ding. Two two. Yeah. Okay. Mm. The next, the last one. It all hinges Ooh. on this. Oh. The distillation process of whiskey, mm-hmm. when broken down into chemical symbols and time of distillation, showcases the Fibonacci sequence. So the Fibonacci sequence is a series of numbers where a number is found by adding up the two numbers before it. So starting with 0 and 1, it goes 0, 1, 1, 2, 3, 5, 8, 13, 21, 34. Are you with me? So zero plus one is one. Yeah, kind of. One plus one is two. Two plus one is three. Mm-hmm. So what you're saying, the chemical symbol of... Brewing, uh, distilling so whiskey. when broken down into chemicals mm-hmm. and time, mm. the distillation process of whiskey displays the Fibonacci sequence. Now the Fibonacci sequence is quite a well-known thing, like the um, the spiral 
it shows up naturally in nature in shells oh i think i know what you like mean. the golden sequence i believe it's also called i might you know that might be something different bollocks bollocks um i'm gonna say it's bollocks as well yeah bollocks. it is bollocks yeah i made that up as well this morning mm-hmm. yeah so i mean three three a little <coughs> fist bump <coughs> well well you actually fist bumped me yeah hmm. so, so, I, I can maybe try and come up with one for a tiebreaker but it's going to be bollocks, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what's up next? Adam. Oh, thanks. Uh, so next we've got a boomerang uh, from Pen and Pencil. So I think we should explain what a boomerang is. All right, okay. Um, so boomerang is something where you get a present, being a drink, from one bar, send it to another bar, and then you return the favour uh, from that said bar back to the original bar. Yep, uh, usually by the medium of a customer. Is it usually? Usually you give it to, if a customer's going somewhere that you know somebody, you give them a drink, tell them to go and see someone in particular and say, they might give, I don't know, might give you some discount or whatever, but it's just like, oh, be a nice person and take them this drink for us. And then later on in the night, the person at the that bar will ask if, or sends, send a customer your way with a drink for you as well. I always thought so it's a good way of sharing clientele between businesses, but also a bit of fun. Yeah. I, I always used to send barbacks. No, I mean, no, that's not, that's... Or bartenders. I mean, yeah, you can, but I think... The point of it no, is no, the same customers, so that they kind of get involved in it as well. It's oh, that's much better. Fun. I like that. Yeah. So that's, that's what a boomerang is. Yeah. Today's boomerang is from. Is from pen and pencil. Uh, we've got a classic margarita by Alex Coy. Good guy, Alex. Yep. So let's have a let's have a taste of it then. Have a little drink. Yep. Yeah, yeah margarita. Yeah, nice. It's good. Ten good. out of ten. Solid. Ten out of ten. Solid. Eleven beavers out of three thumbs up. Likes it. <laughs> I like that. What? The rating systems no, I like aren't going to make sense. I think that's brilliant. Okay. What, what you just said. Say it again. I can't remember. <laughs> 11 <laughs> beavers out of three thumbs up. Brilliant. Mm-hmm. There nice. you go. Cheers, Alex. Thanks, Alex. Alex. Thank you. Thank Cheers, you Pen and Pencil. Yeah. If, you've, if anybody else has got some boomerangs to send to us, please get in contact with Cheaper Shot over Facebook or whatever, and we can organise you to send them to us. We can organise you to send them to us. Organize. We'll take the booze off. Organise you. <laughs> we'll organise you. you. <laughs> Uh, well, I guess we have to take Alex a present at some point. Well, like we always said, that if it was going to be a boomerang from us, we would take him shandy. So we'll oh. take him three shandies. Shandies yep. in a pack of knickknacks, I guess. Shandies are on the way to you, Alex. Or? Yeah. Thank you very much. Okay. Well, Steve, do you want to do uh, Would You Rather? Mm-hmm. Would You Rather. So this week's Would You Rather, uh, it's probably not a good one, but would you rather have a block of cheese for hands or bottles of expensive wine for feet? <laughs> Just... <laughs> 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 I don't think I tell you enough how much I love you. <laughs> was, was Side about... note. Okay. Oh god. The cheese is smelly and you can't eat it. <laughs> Anything about the wine? <laughs> yeah, do whatever you want with the wine. It's expensive, isn't it? So you can drink the wine. Do what you want, mate. But when you drank, isn't is not isn't refill? No, of course it doesn't refill. Oh right, so you could just have. <laughs> Sorry. That's mate. just ridiculous, Jack. <laughs> so once the wine's gone, it's gone. Once the wine's gone, it's gone. You're just left with bottles. I'm gonna say. Wine bottles for feet. I'm going to say the same thing, actually, yeah. Wine bottles for feet. Yeah, because yeah. I reckon you could get yourself some um, personalised shoes make it all right to walk in. Mm-hmm. You won't be able to jump anymore. <laughs> I told jump anyway. Yeah, <laughs> <kind of point. laughs> the, uh, no, the shoes come with padding mm-hmm. if, if, uh, if you wanted to jump. Right. You'd have uh, to wear them all the time, wouldn't you? You'd just keep clunking about with Well, I rarely, I rarely um, jump barefoot. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Mm. Okay. So yeah, I'm going think, for wine bottles one. for feet. Yeah, you can just sell it. And then refill it with water or juice, whatever you want. Beer. I'm thinking for like going on a hike. Beer. But would you go on a hike if you've got glass bottles for feet? Absolutely. Why are you struggling 
to understand my shoes. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're, they're really good. Right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he's struggling to understand because yeah, yeah. your explanation is shockingly shite. <laughs> they're really good shoes. Yeah, really good shoes. Loads of padding. I'll have a few pairs. Because what you could do, sell the wine, get thousands and thousands of pounds, get yourself some really nice shoes. Built for the wine bottle feet. Of course, yeah. Uh, hold on. Corked or screw top? Corked. Oh. Mm. New dimension there, lads. Have you got a preference, Steve? I don't have a preference. Either or. <laughs> <laughs> don't care. I'm pretty easy going, mate. You know, I like cheese. But you but can't eat it. Stank. I know. I know. I mean, I like smelly cheese. But, but you, can't, you, can't you can't eat it. Other people can eat it. Oh, dear. Oh, really? So, so it's eat a hands. fetish. Oh, Is it, have, you got, have you got cheese fingers or just big blocks? Big blocks. Yeah, useless. You're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Do your cheese hands feel pain? I suppose you would, yeah. You'd melt in the summer as well. No, I'd wear really, really good gloves. <laughs> and now, a word from our sponsors. Jack. Hello, Adam. Have you ever eaten roadkill? No, I don't think so. Well, I think you should maybe try this one that I have for you. I've got some badger jerky. Yeah? Yeah? Are you a fan of that kind of meat? I've never tried badger. Well, is it, is well it badger? then today is your day. Today we can give you badger jerky at the price of two for one. How much is one? Enough. Sold. You don't have to say <laughs> sold. <laughs> Welcome back. That was a, a good sponsor, wasn't it? So now it's time for the quiz. Always one of my favourite parts. Yeah, come on, man. Let's go for it. Right, do you want to do as a, a noise thing? I'll do you a noise, yeah. This is a quiz. Yeah, there's no thing to the quiz. There's, there's a lot of guessing. Um, that's kind that's of what a quiz, a quiz is, is, I guess. Yeah, yeah but it's in like guess the nearest number kind of thing. Right, oh, anyway, right. anyway. Uh, before they use mercury in thermometers, what liquid did they use? It's obviously uh, an alcohol because it's relevant to this. Was it vodka? No. Oh, it wouldn't be vodka. It'd be something that responded to heat. Brandy? Yeah. Hey. Good one, Steve. Good science. Nice. Um, Lovely. One nil. Oh. What country drinks the most beer per capita? Beer per capita? Mm-hmm. Luxembourg. No. Ooh. Is it, 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 it smashes everyone else out of the park. Is it, is, is it France? No. They produce a lot of beer. They're famous for, very famous for one specific type of beer. Belgium? No. Um, the beer they're famous for producing and inventing, I think they invented it, is named after one of their cities. Czechoslovakia? Yeah. Hey, nice. there's Pilsner, isn't it? Yep. Yeah. For Pilsen, the city. I've been there. It's very nice. nice. Nice place. Lovely. Right. Which brewery's logo was the first registered trademark in the UK? It's uh, happened in 1876. Was it Budweiser? No, it's a, it's a UK company. Was it Boddington's? No, it's, it's one that we've heard of. You probably associate it with Shandy. You mean me personally? Oh, Bass. Yeah. Bass. Oh, well done. Thank you, mate. Appreciate um, that. I mean, yeah. we should know a bit more about Shandy, shouldn't Yeah. Yeah, it's the Red Triangle. Trademarks were just becoming a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, like the 1st of January, I, th- I guess, 1876. And so they made, or 1875, sorry. And they made one of their employees stand in front of the register office on New Year's Eve overnight to make sure they were the first ones. I bet you they wow. didn't get paid anymore for it. Probably also, not. sorry, it was, it was the first <coughs> ever trademark. In the UK, yeah. Wow, not just, in, not just not just in beer. Trademark logo is what, is what I've got down. But wow, yeah. okay, cool. 
Next one. Mm-hmm. Right, so this one is the closest one wins. Okay. Um, so during the prohibition in the States, mm-hmm. the government started poisoning alcohol on purpose. Yes. Mm-hmm. To deter people from drinking it. How many people, uh, members of the public, did the government kill directly from their poisoning the alcohol? It's got to be a lot, hasn't it? It's either got to be a lot or none at all. It's definitely not none. It's um, it's in the thousands. Oh. I'm going to say 3,470. Okay. Adam? I'm going to say 4,201. Adam wins. Ah. It's 10,000 people. Jesus. Oh, wow. They yeah. killed 10,000 10, people. 10,000 people. I mean, probably not that exact number. That's what... Wait, it's, a, it's an estimate. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, to be fair, the US government's killed a lot more people now. Yeah, but that's that's literally 10,000 people they're directly... Uh, they, they were directly responsible for by poisoning booze. Wow. Yeah. We've got more questions, Jack. Mm-hmm. Oh, lovely. Good, because we're 2 2. quiz, yeah. Right. So it's 2 2 at the moment. 2 2. Correct. Um, two more questions. Mm-hmm. Both of them are numbers related, so it's closest one wins. There's a Cabernet Sauvignon, which is either Peru or Chile, it's somewhere in South America. It's called Meteorito. I might be pronouncing it wrong. Um, it's fermented with a 4.5 billion year old meteorite. How expensive is a bottle on average? So when fermented with this meteorite, the meteorite's inside it. It's in the yes. Yeah, so in the fermentation process, he chucks in this little rock. I think it's like, it's like three inches. I was going to say, yeah, it's not a huge. Well, three inches is all you need, isn't it? Hmm. Is that going to do anything? Well, on average, the bottle, the average age of all the ingredients in there is like. Two point something billion years because some stuff's not old and some stuff's well. That's, one I mean, very specific thing is very old. That's just the meteorite bringing it all down and it'll bring it all up. You could put something that was like a day old in there, and still the average age of the ingredients would still be four point yeah. five billion years. Exactly. Old. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go with uh, twenty five pounds. Twenty five pounds, Stephen. Um, because I, I think, think it's I'm worth gonna fuck all. Uh, yeah, you know, it's probably gonna be worth nothing, isn't it? Mm. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say probably about. 112 pounds because anything over that 100 barrier people start to think hmm mm. uh, it's 11 quid oh yes 11 pound 11 pound where from where can we buy it uh, online sick we're getting a bottle for the next episode yeah shall we yes good good right last question but it might be a two-parter if I can remember <laughs> what it was so Arthur Guinness man who made Guinness how long was the first lease on the Guinness brewery so in in 1959 he met a chap in Dublin and he was like I want to rent this brewery oh sorry lease this brewery and the guy's like yeah haggled a bit how long was the first lease so I think I know this I think I either read that Guinness have recently renewed their license or it was something daft like a thousand years I what are you saying I need a number of you guys Like a proper quiz master. Yeah. <laughs> Need a number of you guys. Come on, guys. Time uh, is ticking. Do you know what? I, I, I'm exactly the same. I don't know whether it was that was the original lease or whether they've just renewed it. Because I want to say... Uh, you know what? I want to say... I'm going to say a billion. A billion years. It's not that. It's not that. That's, that's a massive number. 45 years. 45 years, Stephen? What are you saying? Um... Well, I mean, we can't both go for that. So I'm going to say... I'm going to say the original lease was a thousand years. Uh, it was 9,000 years. Ooh. See, I knew it was something daft like yeah. that. Yeah. So that's a, again, it's a draw. Yep. Um, okay. I guess as a tiebreaker. Have you um, Right. I this is a tiebreaker that I think is true. <laughs> what continent drinks the most Guinness? 
Africa. Australia. It's Africa. It's Africa. Oh, right. Okay. Australia's a stupid guess. Adam, you win that deservedly. <laughs> <laughs> you win that because he's a bell. Adam wins the quiz. Wait, no, I mean, don't be trying to belittle me. As if I'd guess that Africa drink more Guinness than Ireland, who it's, are in Europe. It's very well documented, mate. And Africa's yeah. bigger than Ireland. Africa and, have... and Ireland isn't a continent. Yeah, no, but it's in Europe. I just said it was in Europe. Oh. Africa have three of the five proper Guinness breweries. Uh, but they, they, up, they have, I think it's called like Guinness Extra... Um, something something but it's like it's like 7.7% mm-hmm. so no, they don't drink the they don't drink as much of the usual stuff but Guinness is a, is a thing yeah right okay so the brand Guinness Africa drinks a lot of it yeah tons love the stuff that was the quiz thank you very much and now a word from our sponsors Stephen hello green yeah all the time nice nice one <laughs> <laughs> And welcome back to the final part of our podcast. Yep. It's uh, time for What Are We Drinking? What are we drinking, Adam? Uh, so we're drinking a herb spirit. Nice. Any other information? or um, It is from Greece. Good, good. Hmm. Hmm. Chin up, lads. So it is only 30%. So. Well, that is, uh, that's something else, isn't it? 10 out of 10? It, it tastes all right, actually. It's not that bad, is I mean, it? 10 out of 10, obviously. Or oh, what was it? 13 beavers out of three thumbs up. 11 yeah. beavers out of three thumbs up. It was 13, wasn't it? It doesn't matter. It literally doesn't matter, Adam. <laughs> I don't know if it makes sense. Um, tastes a bit like coffee, doesn't it? Mm. Uh, yeah, that was lovely, that. Lovely. It's all right, innit? Quite enjoyed it. Good times yeah. had by everyone. Right, I'm glad you enjoyed that. Delightful. Good. Should we move on to our final part? Final part. Massive. We've not actually got a name for this one yet, do we? Uh, no, not really. Magical bar that if it existed, you would create. No, I don't like that one. No. no? Um, which we'll think of. The rules of this part are that there's no laws of physics, there's no money boundaries, it's pretty much Harry Potter magic world, um, and we design in a bar with any rules that we can make. Um, I like the name that you had that was like the variation of um, the Willy Wonka thing. Oh, Chocolate Willy's Wonky Factory. I, I think I think that's I think pretty that's good. that's what our, our bar should be called. Yeah, I think I think as a concept. Yeah. yeah. Well, Steve, do you want to do is a, a noise for Chocolate Willie's Wonky Factory? Chocolate Willie's Wonky Factory. That's good, right? Yeah. We're official now. Yep. Good job. Lovely. So, I'd like to go first because mine's not that good this week. Okay. Um, it's well, it, it's great, but it's not that adventurous. Ice wells that fill up and empty whenever you want them to. With ice, obviously. That's what bar bags are for. No, no, but it's literally, you can be like, oh, it's time to clean, oh, there's some glass in the ice. It's like, bosh, no ice anymore. Not even, there's nothing to drain, just it appears and disappears. Ah, nice, I like that, that's good. So you don't have to clean it down, you don't have to go and fill it up. It's just magic ice. Of all varieties, all varieties of ice. Yeah, I'm well, limit ourselves. I'll take that, yeah. 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 Cool. That's in, one? that's in, what's it in, Stephen? Chocolate Willie's Monkey Factory. Thank you. Nice. Uh, Adam? Um, well, I thought as hosts, uh, you could either have, you know, in the film Up, yeah, you know, the dog that's got the the collar on it and it can speak. So you could either have a dog or a cat, depending on whether you're like you're a dog or a cat person. I like that. So that is, as you walk through the door, you would have like a particular breed or just like a, a very good looking dog. <laughs> <laughs> a good looking dog. Would the dog still be? Dog-like, as oh, in, it would be a dog. It would be mentally, a do- it's a dog. It is a dog. Because it's, it's, uh, 
I mean, you have to get guide dogs or police dogs. They're you know well trained. Yeah. So but if you've got, you've got a well trained dog having a shit. No, no, no. You've got a well trained dog. Right. Okay. Well taking people dog. to the seats. Taking people to the seats. Um, you know, even carrying the um, you know the, the menus for them in the mouth. Mm. Um, or even you know even a welcome drink like a Saint Bernard with a barrel oh, yeah. on the neck. Yeah. Or a Saint yeah. Bernard. Saint Bernard. Do about the same thing. Yeah. Open in it. Big old dog with a barrel on its neck. Yeah. Uh, but again, like a cat, it's, hard, it's impossible to train a cat. Cats are bell ends. Mm. Didn't knock your drinks off the table. Uh, it's a magical world. Right, okay. Well, that's why I said it, it's, it's a magical world. Dog-like. But it's yeah, a... you know, you're right. Yeah. I think the best thing about this would be the fact that in this magical world, cats wouldn't be bell ends. So yeah, that, that would be mine, is that the host would be a dog or a cat, depending on whether you're a dog or a cat person. Or if you're both, they'll both walk you to the table. That's nice. Extra security. Absolutely. Would they then spend time with you? Can you stroke the dog? Because you obviously can't stroke a, a host when you go into a restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> Can you, like, pet the dog? Personally, I don't think you should be able to. Just purely for the fact of, like, you were a guide dog or any other... A working dog. A working, working dog. dog. Yeah, a working dog that you don't really go over and touch them. Yeah. I mean, if you wanted an area in the... The back bar? room? Not in the bar where it was like, release the dogs. And then you, know, you just, the dogs just, come. not not like, you know, Dobermans are like crazy dogs that are going to hunt you down. That's not fair. Dobermans aren't mean. But, you know, said, release out dogs that people can stroke for like a, a mad bit with like, you know, Benny Hill music going on in the and background. Have they all got the little talkie collars on? Yeah, all got talkie collars. And oh, then, lovely. So just every so often, so then the dogs then come back in, they're like, release the cats. And then, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, all that kind of crap. I think every, every now and then this has gone way too far animals that can talk are just pushed into this bar not pushed well yeah okay released into the bar yeah they want to be there right and then they go and talk to customers who then stroke them and then they leave when uh, people... I mean my original one was just hosts do the animals get paid yes what do they get paid in it's almost like an endorsement deal so they get food paid for like, and they get a lot of free stuff I mean, they animals get all don't the... pay for food anyway <laughs> <laughs> yeah they're pretty much a free all, you have to, all they have to do is just walk somewhere you're just making dogs do expenses now <laughs> <laughs> they get paid in like dog biscuits wouldn't they and cat treats yeah I reckon just a big old house a big house oh yeah but I mean like a dog sized house so behind this barrier when you go I release the dogs on the on the other side, not in the bar, is a, a, a house perfectly designed for dogs and cats. Cool. What is that going in, Stephen? Chocolate Willie's Wonky Fook Tree. Excellent. Ah. Right, have you got one, Stephen? I think I do, but I don't I don't know if it's going to be any good. Okay. All right. Indoor weather. Okay. Right. Is that just like open windows? No, no, no. no. Okay, so, right. You, you know you got ice bars? Yeah. Or outdoor heaters. Or outdoor heaters or whatever. Mm-hmm. You can change the weather inside the bar so it can be sunny so that, you know, there's an actual sun inside. So you could get, like, a tan? You could get a tan in a bar, inside the bar. Okay. And if it gets too hot or, you know, it's, say, they're throwing a, a beach party. Boom. Beach. Sun. Sand. Bit of right, sun. okay. Um, you know, got a, got a concept coming up, need an ice bar. Ice bar. Sorted. Does it... Can you control it in different sections? So can you rent out a booth and control the weather? No, so it oh. does whatever it wants. Oh, oh right, what? so we don't have control. So it's just the weather. So it, it is... You basically... <laughs> you've just taken the, roof, taken the roof... You've off. taken the roof off the bar. <laughs> <laughs> We've got a topless fucking bar. I think you need to... Well, let's keep the roof on. Yeah, I, I like the roof. Yeah, mean? so you can control you can control the weather. That's a better idea. Nice. Um, you get little booths, different booths, kind of like karaoke booths. Cool. You rent them out. And say say you want like an ice bar. Yeah. You go, oh, I'm going to rent out this booth. What would you like it to be? 
uh, ice bar. Boom, ice bar. Then next door to you, you've got a beach party going on. I like it. And there are only, there's lots of different types of weather. I think there's only two that are going to be used. Of snow and ice and sun. No one's going to choose rain or hurricane. Well, I mean, even snow, ice and sun, that's still, that's still something. Oh, yeah, no, it's great. It's great. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not slating it. I'm just saying there's going to be some options that are very rarely chosen. You could have clement weather. You know, just a nice normal, a nice normal October. Yeah. I mean, like the karaoke sheds that you get in the Christmas market where you can choose exactly what songs are going on in separate sheds, but you would do that with weather. Yes. So would you have just regular booths and stuff like that within the bar? So, and then you would have like a section where you could control the weather so you could get a tan in one bar. Yeah, so you wouldn't have, not every single pod would be weather controlled. Okay. You'd rent them out for extra for the weather controlled pods. Mm -hmm. Uh, You just have normal, I, I suppose it wouldn't be normal pods. Well, it's magic about it. You don't need pods. I, I just use that as an example to yeah, se- yeah. Oh, yeah. separate. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Just at different areas. Mm-hmm. Um, you'd rent them out for extra. And you know what? You're right. There would probably only be ice, snow, or sun. But I, I still think that could be a good thing. I think I think no, I think thing. it's a great idea. Because I would, I would... Put it in. I would like to, just every now and then, just experience the tornado setting. Yes. If you got really drunk, you'd do it, wouldn't you? It'd be yeah. like a Michael Jackson video. Yeah. Sorted it. We've done it. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a fan of it, Stephen. Uh, yeah. what's, it, what's it going in? Chocolate Wheelie's Wonky Factory. Excellent. Uh, I think that's the end, isn't it? Uh, yeah, that's it. That's all we've got time for. Thank you for <clears> listening. <throat> uh, we appreciate everybody. Uh, share us, like us on Facebook. Do whatever you want, really. Um, I've been Stephen Poland uh, from my friend Jack. Hello. And from his friend Adam. Who? Thank you very much. Bye. Take care. Bye. Bye. Mm, Bop-bop-bop-bop-bop-bop-bop-bop-bop-bop-bop-bop-bop-bop-bop-bop-bop-bop-bop-bop-bop-bop-bop-bop-bop-bop-bop-bop-bop-bop-bop-bop-bop-